Welcome to episode 15 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of TIR, and I'm a wedding photographer too. Today I'm really excited to have the fab Leonard Walpop with us. Based in the Netherlands, he was joint second overall in our top photographers of 2019 and actually won the most reportage awards. Stick with us today to hear the story behind one of his specific reportage awards, the girl lying down in the ceremony, such a great image, his political photography and how that affects his wedding work, his workflow and how he edits, why you should watch 1917, what he's afraid of, how he uses flash and so much more. Hey Leonard, how are you doing? Hey Ellen, I'm fine, thanks man. Oh cool, really great to, really great to talk to you. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 good to hear you. We were just um, talking just before starting this, and it's it's strange for me to um, hear people's voices after seeing you know little Facebook profiles for so long. It's, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it surprises you every time, right? <laughs> yeah, can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> and we were also just talking about how to pronounce your name, so Leonard or Leonard, but I'm going to call you Leonard. That's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah perfect. That's cool. Good stuff. So yeah, how are you doing? How's things? Yes, I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, it's it's always feels a bit strange this in between time of 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 still finishing off the last season because I still have some some work to do, and already preparing myself for the next wedding season. So I always have the idea: okay, in winter time I'm going to relax. I'm going to do stuff for my for 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 my own fun and pleasure. But um, well, in the end, it's just finishing off stuff and already being busy with the next year so it's, it feels a bit strange and winter doesn't help to be honest <laughs> is uh, it how, what's the weather like over in holland at the moment well it's a bit of around zero to one or two degrees Ooh, that's not busy. nice so no 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 i it, do like the sun more actually yeah yeah i mean it is a funny time of year for us isn't it and do yeah. you have any um, specific kind of plans for this year or anything that you're specifically going to change or try new things or put more energy into something? Um, for me, this year will be, uh, hopefully, I, I, I will continue what I'm doing over the past few years. Um, mm-hmm. So not any specific big changes or plans. I see the work that I do is too much to do on my own. So. Okay. So last year, my wife joined me in my business. So we're with the two of us right now. Ah, oh, cool. Does yeah. she shoot with you as well, or yeah, yeah. She, she she joins me in well about ten, fifteen weddings each year to uh, to to be a second shooter. But she does a lot of my editing. Ah, oh, um, cool. That's handy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also for some other photographers, she does uh, editing work. So so we're like we're I'm growing. My business is growing, which sounds funny and weird to say but that's the fact and i think i like that part of photography as well being an entrepreneur or mm. or running a business yes yeah yeah oh, so do i totally agree with you i really enjoy that side of it as well um i guess it's very subjective a lot of photographers don't like that side but i think it's yeah. good if you can enjoy it because it's such yeah. an important part of the business isn't it yeah i never i never realized i was able to enjoy that but it, when i started out as a full-time wedding photographer i found that um well, that I like to to do to have that part as well, and I think still it is finding a balance between a photographer and being an uh, an entrepreneur running a business. Mm, um, but I think in order to make a living out of photography, you have to you have to to have to balance that life between being following your passion as a photographer sounds beautiful, right? But mm-hmm. I think there's a responsibility for me as a father, as a husband, as as a family man as well, um, uh, to be able to run my 
business in a financial healthy way. So mm-hmm. oh, totally. I, need, I need to combine those things. Yeah. No, that's cool. And um, when it sounds like you're doing it really well at the moment, and you obviously are, because um, you know I need to congratulate congratulate you on uh, coming second, joint second overall in our top photographers of 2019, which is an yeah. amazing achievement. Um, yeah. You actually won the most reportage awards out of anyone of the year with 11, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks. Um, but, I, but I make I need to make sure that I will be putting more effort in my stories. Uh, this year <laughs> giving the change of rules which i totally agree with so that's good to do man yeah oh that's cool cool yeah i think cool. because this reportage will set set itself apart and stand out from other other competitions as well by putting more energy putting more uh, uh weight on on the story awards i guess so that's a good thing Oh, that's cool. Cool. Thank you. I mean, yeah, and, and obviously I agree, but I, I do also think, you know, it's still very valid to be celebrating these individual moments that are captured brilliantly. You know, it really is. Um, and as I say, you won 11, which is amazing. So, yeah, so how, how do you do it? I know it's a very broad question, but, you know, <laughs> why do you think you've won so many? What What is the secret to capturing so many brilliant individual moments? Mm, I think the idea of this is reportage, like nothing stage, nothing post is really what is what that could be the tagline of my business i think so cool. i think in order uh, looking at that it, it very it's it's according to what this is reportage wants to show that is really what i do that is really what my aim is in shooting weddings i uh, i don't pose anything i don't touch anything it, it, it what you see is really how how things were i don't uh, i do not want to interfere uh, so that's not very english but I, no, no, I don't want to interfere. I think that's the correct word. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. And, and you are nailing it, though. And you're so creative. I think your work is so dynamic and artistic. It's brilliant. Um, I was going to talk about it later, but just while it's in my head yeah. now, I, I love one of your specific reportage awards where um, it's like at a ceremony, ceremony and at the front a girl is lying like kind of face down yeah. and the ceremony is just carrying on it looks like with her it's like face down lying down <laughs> it's such a kind of surreal awesome moment um, yeah. can you tell us a bit more about, about what was happening there? Yeah everyone asks me about that picture some people <laughs> don't see it at first glance looking at it but then I like suddenly, that though, then, then it's suddenly there's hey what there's a girl lying what's going on? So it's a it's a picture that that raises questions, and I think I like that of of photography as well. I mean, you are able to tell a story, but at the same time, you are able that people are going to ask questions about what's happening there. Mm-hmm. And in this particular image, um, it's it's very basic uh, actually. It's the it's the the couples, which you can see by the back of the heads, is their daughter. Um, and she was running around for like fifteen or thirty or fifteen twenty minutes during the ceremony and at some point she got exhausted and and she just laid down on the altar there so um which is the story and basically is the scene and at the same time as well yeah oh it's cool it's cool i just think it really shows the kind of um the kind of surrealness of weddings that they can be just so so I kind of, they're all so individual and some are quite bizarre and i think yeah that image for me it really kind of shows the power of photography as well is that uh-huh. you don't you don't really know what is going on and it's open to different kind of um, interpretations really. Oh yes, but... yes, exactly. Because this, this picture uh, had, did raise a lot of questions when I, when it went online as well, uh, where people really asked, what is, is everything all right with this girl? <laughs> and I think people were, were real when asking that. So, but it's a fun story in the end. It's just, um, 
if she yeah. was tired and she was laying down. And I think um, that's the beauty of shooting weddings. She gets so, I mean, this is also in some way getting close to people to witness what is happening inside a family when they celebrate something. Mm. Um, when you see that specific and particular stuff happen, I think that's the beauty of shooting weddings. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. And they'll be able to look back on that as well as a, it's only a, a, maybe a small moment in their day, but it's they'll be yeah. able to look back at it and remember it. And yeah, it's awesome. I'll, um, if people are listening now whilst they're editing or running or walking, I'll, I'll head to this reportage.com and I'll include that that image in the in the post. Um, you should definitely check it out. It's great. Um, let's go back in time a little bit then. Um, I read that <laughs> you graduated as a linguist. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're that, correct. That, that's cool. I mean, I can clearly hear that you're speaking at least one other language brilliantly. So <laughs> do you, well, do I, the, the funny thing is it was Dutch language and cultures. That was the name of my studies. So, but I'm, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, cool. So, so how did you get started in, in that? Did you, is that something you always wanted to, I guess you were always interested in? And how did you go from being, you know, graduating as a linguist uh -huh. to, to weddings? Yeah, I, I, like, I like language. So that's, that's, that's a thing, of, obviously. Um, but I started out when I first got to to, to university. I stu I studied communication sciences, okay. and and um, the part of the curriculum that I that I uh, exceeded that I graduated for was also the part of, of 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 Dutch language and cultures. And at some point, they said, "Okay, you probably go and move into Dutch language and cultures." But it took a while because it took a while for me to graduate a three-year studies. And in the end, it took me six years to graduate. Right. Um, so no academic has been lost uh, uh, with me skipping all that stuff and going into photography, um, so to say. Okay. Uh, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, we, because af after I graduated, I, I got to work for an NGO. Um, oh, okay. And I did... So we were. I was writing grant proposals for USAID and EuropeAid and... Right. Um, um, all that kind of stuff and I did, after a year I got home and I was burned out um, I was still very young to be honest I was like 22 23 years old right um, but, I, but at the time I was already married and we had a, our first son was born already um, so I think it all piled up and it was just too much doing the stuff that I probably didn't really uh, want to do in the end um, mm. so it took me a year to recover and to to reset basically um, and I got into photography because it was my hobby before I did some stuff for other people um, and they asked me to shoot a wedding once or twice or three times earlier um, oh, okay. during my studies and, and, and when I recovered I was able to do something else uh, again um, and from that moment on I was I was like, okay, and when I'm going to do this photography, it needs to be good. And I'm only going to do this if I am going to give it my best. Um, so, and that's, it's, it started that way, actually. So at some, in some day, I had to say, okay, I'm a photographer now, and this is what I'm going to do, and I want to do it at the best way possible. Um, and it started from there by shooting five or six weddings in 2013 and it was 20 weddings in 2014 and it was 30 weddings in 2015 oh, wow. so so it it, it 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 went quite quickly and sometimes i try to go back to that time and i think what was the what what was the secret i mean sometimes people ask how do i get more weddings you know people yeah. start for the first or first time or or in the second year or third year and still struggling with 
getting more bookings. Um, but I don't know the answers actually. I think the 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 if I go back and say what was the secret, it it also lies in not only being a photographer but also being an entrepreneur. Right. Yeah. Basically. I mean, it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I needed to live from what I was shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Was it scary though when you made that choice of that kind of change in career? Um, no, it wasn't scary no. back then. I don't know why, but um, no, no. Well, that's cool. It's 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 almost like photography's been a bit of a so because you said you were kind of burned out, so it's been a, a bit of a savior almost. Then yes, yes, yes. So I find I think I got I got so much energy from this because I found something that I love. I was able to to work with and for people. Um, I was able to do something creative, which is probably something innate that you need to do something with this mm. um whether it be photography or making music or whatever if you have this creative thing in you i think you have to to there's something some way that it needs to go out mm. um and the third part is uh, is being an entrepreneur so running a business so those three parts came together for me in photography and from there it evolved very quickly actually that's cool. And it sounds like it suits you, suits you down to the ground. It's great. Um, mm. And how are you finding now kind of working with your wife? Do you, do you ever argue at a wedding or anything? Or is, it, <laughs> is it all good? Uh, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so people are surprised that I can, that, I, that I'm able to work with uh, Janneke together in a wedding uh, or at home because my office is, our office is at, uh, in our house. Right. Uh, but but to us it works great and sometimes yes you have to say okay this is work and now we stop working it's evening we don't do anything mm. um, but we enjoy it you know so it's not I mean it's we don't take it as a bad thing if we will talk about work during our free time no that's cool it's great You've, you can do that um at, at a wedding itself do you have like specific roles each like does one of you do bride prep and the other do groom prep or do you just go with the flow yeah, we go with the flow. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think I, uh, um, I think I have to lead. I'm so I people contact me and they talk to me and they have, they see me so they consider me as a lead photographer. But probably can change in this year or next year. Cool. I think it's great. I think it's great to have that working relationship. Um, I really do. Yeah. Cool. Let's change tack slightly. Let's go for a little, the small throwaway question here. <laughs> what, what, what to you? is the most important thing in life? Ooh. I know, deep, deep. I think it's just very interesting people's viewpoints on this. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one and that's a hard one as well. But mm -hmm. if it deep, deep, deep down, um, yeah, if, if you go deep down, it comes to the core of who you are. And, and, and for me, what important is I'm, 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 I'm Christian. And right. I think, and I think, there you touch something for what is the most important in my life. Will be um, um, if I translate it well to English. I hope so. Uh, will be uh, loving God and loving your neighbor as yourself. So cool. uh, it's a very basic principle. But if you do everything based on that, I think you will get most out of life. Speaking for myself. That's cool. No, great. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that leads on actually you, so as, as well as doing your wedding photography, you do um, some political photography, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, right. and something that you've won an important Dutch photojournalism prize for as well. Can you, can you tell us a bit more about that kind of stuff that you do and how maybe it's influenced the way you shoot weddings? 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's very funny because um, it started as well in 2013 when I became a photographer. I didn't know right away that I was going to shoot so many weddings that I was that I w- uh, was a wedding photographer at some point. Uh, so at the same time, uh, one of my uh, friends from university got to work for a Dutch political party, and it, and I saw they were looking, they were hiring a photographer. It was very basic stuff. So they had some subjects and they wanted to have some imagery to accompany the text that they wrote about it. Mm. Um, so I joined, I, uh, uh, I went there and had a good conversation and they asked me to do the photos. Um, so I did some very basic uh, like stock photography stuff for them. Right. And then say, okay, we're happy with that. Can you shoot our Congress, which is next month? Okay, I'm going to do that. So, and there were elections the year after. Okay, can you do all the portraits for the elections? And can you do this and that and that? So, that grew as well. Um, and in 2017, we had the uh, general elections in, in the Netherlands. Right. Um, and, well, because the imagery was very important for that election and I mean for every election uh, to be honest I think they asked me can you make a proposal to do this all the portraits of all the candidates can you follow our main candidate for a while and can you do this and this and this so I, okay I, I wrote a proposal to them I'm going to be there from November December until March where the elections happened yeah. and that was that was great because it was really in the time where we where I hadn't less weddings I mean in winter time I was able to follow the election campaign and I said okay um, I'm going to shoot this but please allow me to be there not only for this particular picture you asked for but let me join the whole day and that um, went on for a couple of months especially from January till March I had been following like four sometimes four or five days a week I've been following the uh, uh, the main candidate, uh, together with his uh, political assistant. So we were with the three or four of us going through the Netherlands. And I was just documenting that. I was not interfering. I was just shooting what I saw, all little stories, what is happening. And um, because I was always there, I got all the freedom and they trusted, they really trusted me in what I make and, and also in what I, and also what I do and also how I behaved being among them. Um, so was I, I was able to be to get very close, and it was, um, yeah, I, I loved to do that, and it was very ins- inspiring as well to do that, and it really uh, also helped me in in the more photojournalistic stuff, also in weddings. Mm. Um, so I was I was like um, I was forced to work in a specific way, which tends to work. In, in weddings very well as well yeah right okay and i've seen some of the work that you won that prize for and yeah um and it's brilliant and like um oh, so good honestly i'll put a link through to it as well people should really yeah. check it yeah, out yeah that's nice that's nice and i, I like w- w- the thing that also comes with that is um if you say you're a wedding photographer sometimes people say okay if you don't know what to do you can always become a wedding photographer like that <laughs> you know you know what i yeah i know what you mean yeah. and, and i think also among photographers like wedding photography is kind of the thing you're going to do if you don't know <laughs> how to do anything what else, else to do you know <laughs> yeah. do you think that's i i, I think I, I get that yeah but do, do you think that's changing i think it really should be changing that viewpoint now you know no, it's I, such... I think it's changing but i made it my mission to to help change it more <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, and I try to do that. When I'm in The Hague, which is like the political center of the Netherlands, they, there are some photographers, some press photographers, which I really admire and look up to. Um, but, but I got to know them. They got to know me. They see what I do. And they really see, I think, that it is possible to shoot a wedding in a very interesting journalistic way. Um, so it works both ways to, to, to have interest in, uh, in, in one's profession in, in someone's uh, specific um, subject of photography. And especially for me, it's interesting to see what press photographers and political photographers do. And um, I think it's interesting for them as well to see what we wedding photographers yeah. do. Because, because we create this world as photographers. We look at each other's work as wedding photographers. We also know what is happening, who is doing what, who is doing, uh, who is seeing each other. Um, and I think sometimes we we are too much creating this little world of wedding photography. And I think it's good to have all these contacts and to create this online uh, world. But there's a world out there that doesn't specifically know what we do. I think a lot of mm -hmm. people still think that taking wedding photos is putting a couple behind a tree and have them look <laughs> to you, right? Yeah, that's and, true. And that's uh, that totally changed. And I think it's good that we as wedding photographers also uh, show that to the world. Mm, oh, I, t I couldn't agree with you more. And that's one of the, you know, one of the main reasons of starting this reportage was to, was to show that. So yeah. yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you talk to those, you know, at those kind of political events, when you talk to other press photographers, do, do you mention how you're a wedding photographer as well? Or do, do you not tell them? Um, they know by now. Oh, do they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I started to, to, to get in touch with them. And also um, they see my work now on Instagram and uh, and Facebook so that's 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 nice yeah we talk about it okay that's good because it so shouldn't be looked down upon at all you know it's 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 such hard work it's so creative it's it's art on the fly you've got this one chance to create it as well it's it's an amazing skill it really yeah. is uh -huh. but yeah I'm not gonna get on my high horse about it <laughs> no no we'll be all right I know <laughs> but it's good it's good I think it's good to realize that and it's good at the same time to I mean, for me, I mean, for me, it's good to stay humble, to stay, to, to be mm. close to myself and to say, okay, in the end, we're just taking pictures. But, yeah. you know, it's fine. Also, it's finding balance in that. I think if you live a balanced life, it's, it helps you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Do you, um, when you meet kind of maybe potential clients or Skype them or however you do that, do you mm. talk to them about uh, your political work as well? Mm, sometimes. Some do know. And the funny thing is that I also get weddings from that stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes I mention it, and I have this. Uh, I, I mean, I got an, I got a, um, yeah, a certificate. Wow. So oh, cool. I have a kind of a certificate. You won the first prizes Dutch silver camera, and I have it in my office, so people can see it if they want. They can relate to that, and I'm going to talk about it. It's a good talking but, point. It's a good talking point. It's in, and not every, and not in every, not a, not all the time. But it's not, it's, it's not, um, it's not a problem. Sometimes people like it and are interested in that as well and want to hear about it. So then I talk about it. Mm, that's very cool. No, it's, it's, it's great, man. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's change tack slightly again now. Um, what's the funniest thing that you've ever seen at a wedding? Hmm. I know. I try to think with these questions. I'm like, 
what what would be what's the funniest thing i've seen it's, it's quite hard isn't it do you we, know the answer Did you, <laughs> i mean just just putting back the question so i get more time to think about it <laughs> oh no. man i know it's difficult isn't it when someone asks you that question your kind of mind can go blank as well because we've, yeah, we've shot really, so many weddings yes it's, yes i'm blank on that i don't know no, I, see, um, I see a lot of funny stuff maybe maybe just simple it will be the image that i but it's no no it's not probably the image of the girl laying down well, it's quite funny, but quite yeah, it surreal funny, as well. <laughs> but it, it's, 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 it is funny because it's, it's, it's a picture now, you know? Mm, yeah, I had, for, for me personally, I think, um, I don't know if people would be interested, but one that went yeah, early, yeah. On, early on in my career, I had a bride who had drank, you know, quite a lot. And at the end of the wedding, she lay down over the buffet, over all the... Yeah. The kind of food and everything, literally laying on all the food and wanted me to take a photo. And, and that was that was quite bizarre. But yeah. Anyway, let's move on from that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, has there been a specific turning point in your career? You know, maybe perhaps a certain wedding or a certain award or something that has had a, a major impact on your career, do you think? Yeah, it's a funny story, but not a funny thing. But it was, I think, one of my first, it was among my first five weddings in 2013. Um, I was at the time I was discovering this world of wedding photography and how to how to behave and what to do and what not to do. And um, we were at the ceremony and there was a a white table, very nice, where the officiant was standing behind that table. But the the keys of the car were on the table, so I thought, ah, oh, it's not very nice to see the keys of the car having the keys of the car in the picture. So I moved the keys. And I thought, okay, I just put them in my pocket and we'll be laying them there somewhere else. Well, I totally forgot about the keys and I, the ceremony was over and I got to the other location and I was waiting for them. <laughs> well, waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And waiting. And at some point they arrived in just a normal car. And I was like, yeah, we couldn't find the keys of our car. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. And they were still in my pocket and I was so ashamed. I was so, so, so ashamed. And it really was the biggest turning point in my early career. Um, I will never, never, ever, ever touch anything again. And I still stick to that. Yeah. That is a cool lesson to learn. And what a way yeah, to yeah. learn. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't mad. Uh, they weren't mad happily. So uh, uh, luckily they weren't mad at me. So. That but, is good. But it, it really good. teached me a lesson, you know. It was for me, okay, I, and, and still I see some other peop, uh, documentary photographers uh, maybe touching stuff or, 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 or putting a, a chair away or a table aside to have better light or, or whatever. And I, I'm fine with people doing that, but I'm not going there myself. I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah. If the if the light is bad, I'd need to work harder to create something with the bad light. Mm. And or um, yeah, it was this this rule was like written in my heart or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a way for it to happen. Oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. a great story. I love little stories like that. That's super. And it's good the couple uh, were fine with it. Did you admit straight away? Oh, I've got the keys. Yeah, I had to admit because I was <laughs> there. Oh shit! And then <laughs> there were the keys. <laughs> oh that's funny that's funny yeah. um cool let's go on to maybe can we talk about maybe just because it's something i've never asked any photographers on the mm -hmm. podcast actually i think it's something people will be interested in maybe 
um, how you do your editing at all? You know, maybe something about your workflow or any tips and advice that you've learned over the years? Yeah, for me, it's important to back up straight, straight away, but I think that's that's for everyone and I think people can relate to that. Mm. So when I come back from a wedding, I, I will back up the stuff to two different hard drives um, and it will go to Backblaze. I use the online system for, for having a, an online oh, cool. archive as well. And I try to I try to call the images as soon as possible. So usually I take uh, Sunday off or, or Monday sometimes as well if I have a Friday and Saturday wedding, which happens a lot in the Netherlands. Oh, right, okay. Um, so Monday or Tuesday, I will call the images. Um, and then I will call them down until five, 600-ish. And that will mm -hmm. go into Lightroom. And I will edit all the images. Cool. In Lightroom. Yeah, so it's important for me to call the images as soon as possible because I can... Um, I have the moments that are important that are still in my head as well. Mm. And I think I realize when I call them, I know which is the best picture. Mm. Yeah, I, because I think... Because it's so fresh. I mean, does it make sense? Yes, totally. I totally agree with that. And that's something that I learned as well, actually, because I used to start... I used to call my weddings maybe a week or two after I've shot them and... But now I'm like you, I call them the day after. So I know I can remember, oh, actually, I've got a better photo later on in the day or yeah. it, it really helps, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I try to to play with that. So sometimes I just lay it down and, and I come back to a wedding two weeks after and try to call it then. But it's, it's a totally different experience mm. because sometimes I wonder, have I really seen the best images? Because I found as well that the, um, I need distance in time from looking at my pictures because I'm I'm uh, it's difficult for me to look at my own work to be honest because I think I'm a perfectionist as right. probably many more <laughs> photographers are yeah um, and I s sometimes go like six or seven months after a wedding and I already have uh, um, delivered them to my clients and, I, and then I go through the pictures again and I think oh ah, actually it's quite okay I'm I can be happy with this result which is very difficult for me to have like two months after the wedding when i deliver them so right. i i really want to work on that um so from in order for me to be more happy with with the with the uh, series that i deliver i think it's it's good to not be too hard on yourself right. yeah because you see in the long term you won't be as hard uh, uh, as well yeah, that's so true. I think just in general as photographers as well, we are so hard on our own work. It's 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 quite, you know, a lot of photographers don't sit back and appreciate that they're they're putting out some really good work there. We always see kind of the faults and the imperfections in our yeah, images, yeah. but it's it's good to sit back and think, well, actually, I did a pretty good job there. Yeah, and I think it is very difficult. I mean, you have to learn that, but it helps. Like what I said, if you go for six months back and take a wedding from a half a year ago, and you go and see and and go through this, and you see, okay, this I can be happy with this. Next time, I try to go, to do this with a wedding like five months ago and a wedding which is four months ago. It really helps me to 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 make the distance uh, shorter, looking at my own work, if it makes sense. Yeah, no, I get that. That's cool. And um, how long in general does it take you to edit a wedding? Do you know? Mm, I, um, it's difficult for me to edit it in one take. So I, it, it usually mm. it, took, it takes me um, uh, a day, but it will, be, it will be during a week or so. 
Right, yeah. Do you yeah. use any kind of like keyboard shortcuts while you're editing? Or... Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Motibodo. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So some people say it works. Some people use Fixer or whatever. But I, I, I use Motibodo for four or five years. And sometimes it's difficult with the updates of Lightroom and updates of, uh, of Mac OS. It goes wrong. So I, I'm very reluctant always <laughs> in, in, in updating my stuff. But uh, Motibodo helps me tremendously in, 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 in my workflow, in the speed of, of editing. Because in your, if you see a picture which is too dark or which is whatever, too light, if you see in your head the end result, and if you're able with Motibodo to quickly go to that end result, well, that's, that's good. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. Great. Cool. Thanks for, thanks for that. That's great. Um, I'd like to go to a question that a This Is Reportage member wanted to ask you, actually, um, which Kim Burrows would like to know about your use of lighting. If you stick mostly with natural light or use a lot of artificial, and if so, what kind of equipment are you using? Yeah, I think um, over the years, I tried, I'm trying to work with lighter gear or less gear, to be honest, because I'm shooting Canon, so it's not lighter gear. Uh, so lighting is a is an important part for that, and I mm. think throughout the day I can I can go with just two flashes, which I barely use. Um, I use most of artificial light will be used in the evening during party. It will be two three flash flashes. Right. Okay. Uh, and during the day I try to go with uh, with a natural light because I don't I don't I don't have to use flashlight. I don't use it. It's not that yeah. I I can't use it, but I. Don't use it. No, that's gone. Do you ever use flash for speeches? Oh, yes, yes, yes. For speeches yeah. as well. So during dinner and uh, when I have speeches at dinner, it usually is a bit darker. So it helps me to, to, to create a more uh, like dramatic effect probably with flashes. And I think it's just nice to light people. Yeah, cool. I mean, it looks great in your work, totally. Really yeah, good. so usually when during speeches, it will be two flashes, one, fa one pointed towards the... Uh, best man or father or whoever is speaking and one towards the couple right and it and i and i think my main objective will be or the funny thing for me the thing the thing to play with will be to have uh, uh, an overall image with both the, the the like the father and the couple in one image that will be great if it's lit very well i think i love that that's cool yeah Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks. That's awesome. Um, let's change tack again slightly now um, to an, another very important question that I haven't asked in a while. Do you eat the canapes? Oh, yes. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but there's a but to that. Oh, but. Shit. No, I, it's the most important question. I forgot you were going to ask this. <laughs> but, but I'm not going I'm not going to be the the first one to have one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Wait till at least one person has had one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and then still I, I see um yeah, I'm kind of just waiting for the right moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I see if this sometimes if there's something left or whatever. I know, and, and I mean if it is if it's like a reception and everyone is standing and you walk around, you can you can you can uh, be very uh, um, you can think about how you are going to walk <laughs> in order to see how the waitress is walking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you are. Hi. Do you want something? Oh yeah. So makes sense. 
Yeah, no, that's cool, definitely. And I know um, some photographers say they they like get the waiter over to say, "Oh, can I just take a photo of them?" And then they take one. So. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I never did. I never done that, but I can do that. Yeah. Oh, there's but all I, these different techniques. I, sometimes, yeah, yeah, it's a good technique. But sometimes, but usually when they have a full plate, you know, I want to take a picture, but I don't dare to take. A, mm. I take a picture and don't dare to take one. Yeah, I don't either, to be honest. Because I still, I will be the first one then, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's dilemmas. That's very ethical there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um, has there been, I'm quite interested in this as well, has there been a book that you've read in your life that's had a, a lasting impact on you in some way? You know, it could be fiction or nonfiction. Um, um, I read a lot of books when I was younger, I, I think it's a pity, but I, I don't read so much anymore these days. Um, yeah, I, I want to read more, so it's difficult for me just to pick one book. It's like saying what's the most funny thing you ever experienced. It's, I, what's uh, what's I, the funniest I, thing you've ever experienced? <laughs> no, I know, uh, sure. no, you, you already asked that, you know. No, I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same thing for me. It kind of get totally blank and... Um, it's, it is a tricky question, isn't it's it? It's a tricky question. It's the same with what's your favorite movie, of, 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 you know? It's what's your favorite movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I went to see 1917 yesterday, so now oh, it's 1917. I, I really think, want to watch it. Is it good? Yeah, yeah I recommend everyone who, is, who, who hasn't seen it or just go and see 1917 because the way this is made is absolutely it's astonishing. It's, 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 it's great. Oh, cool. it's, it's a masterpiece. It's really, you can see by seeing it one time, you see, okay, this is going to last. This is going to be a masterpiece. Oh, man. Um, oh, I really masterpiece. want to. I'm just saying this is going to be a masterpiece if, 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 if like, The Godfather is a masterpiece. But... You know, I've never seen The Godfather, actually. Oh, no. I've never seen Star Wars. So... Oh, really? <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that, but... <laughs> no, that's cool. I really want to watch 1917. I'll hopefully go on Friday to see that, actually. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it's a film. It's for people who create something with imagery. It, it's a must-see. Even, even for a photographer, you, you, see, you, you think, okay, how? How did he do this? How? Right. You know? Because it's, it's supposed just, to be filmed in the style of like one long take. It isn't one long take, is it? But it's isn't it supposed to be filmed in that kind of style? So it looks like one long take. Yes, it looks like one take. Um, I, I don't go into spoilers there, but no, it looks okay. like one take, and, and it, it, it has it um, has the span of like twenty four hours, roughly in two hours. So it couldn't be one take, obviously, but still, it looks like one take. It's 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 great. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. check it out. I will check it out. Yeah. Hopefully Friday. Um, I, I think I, I read that you have a mentor and, you, and I know you also offer mentoring yourself. So yes. I, I just wondered how, how do you find that being both the mentor and the mentoree? I don't think that's a proper word, but you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, um, yeah, I get the point. Uh, yeah. How do you find that? Yeah, I think for me, it's important to have a mentor because I never studied photography. Um, I mean, you can study photography by just looking at others, but I think it's very helpful to have someone looking at your work and to discuss your work on a regular basis with. Mm. And I have, I have had several photography mentors, um, and currently it is Tyler working. Oh, cool. Yeah. Talk to you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Yeah. How did, I was just wondering, actually, how, how did you find your mentors? You know, did you specifically have some photographers in mind, even if they maybe weren't offering mentorships and approach them? Or did you look for photographers who were specifically offering mentorships? Um, I do look for photographers who, who, who offer mentorships. Right. Okay. Um, 
but to be honest, I never thought of that question in that way. I, I, I also could ask photographers if they want to give mentoring. But I, I, I asked to a photographer once and she said, okay, no, I don't do this. I don't, mm. I don't know exactly what I can offer you, so I don't do it. So, but that's okay then as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tyler Work and I had mentorships with um, uh, Kelly Rashka and uh, Sergio. Um, uh, cool. They Quite really, a few. Yeah, yeah, they really helped me. Um, uh, they really made me better photographers. Yeah, yeah. That's great. And and how have you found now? Because you you are a mentor yourself for other people. How how have you found that? Do you enjoy that? I do enjoy that, but at the same time, I I think it's difficult because you see very quickly people. The questions people have are not technical. I mean, people know how to take pictures. They want to get better at it, so you can help them that slightly. I see the questions people have are very often um, uh, going into the field of psychology. I mean, about yeah. health, uh, about mental stuff. Um, uh, and I'm not a psychologist, so sometimes <laughs> you know, it's, sometimes it's a tricky part to say, okay, I'm a mentor. I'm going to say how you do, how you need to do this, um, how you to need to do that. Um, but yeah, 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 it's difficult sometimes for me. So it's it's not something I'm, I'm very specific on who I'm going to mentor. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, and if I and I want to know what people are asking for, I want to know what people are looking for and what are what what they are struggling with. Mm. And when I know that, I can I say to them, okay, I I can probably help you with that. But if you are struggling with the more like mental stuff, I'm not the right person because I'm a photographer. I'm not a psychologist. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's cool. Yeah, I think that more and more people are offering mentorships, and I think that's great and that's good because we can learn from each other. Mm. But at the same time, I think it's good to realize that we're photographers and that we are not the ones that are able to help people with the more mental stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, definitely a good way of, of looking at it. And uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense. We're not psychologists. No, so. right. Unless you happen to have a degree in psychology. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, true. Yeah. I know photographers <laughs> who have a degree in psychology and I say, oh, that's a gold mine. You can, it makes your business, make it your business. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's cool. Um, I think you've got two boys, haven't you? Is that right? Yes, that's yeah. right. How do you how do you find being a dad, you know, and and being a wedding photographer as well? Do they do they understand what you do every weekend, and do they want to be wedding photographers when they grow up? Ooh, the last thing I don't know. I haven't <laughs> heard them talk, talking about that in that way, but they understand what I do. Sometimes it's difficult uh, or different. I need to say because um, I am a I'm not at home in the weekend. Like I'm um, shooting a wedding on Saturday, so I I need to find the time during the week with them, which is different from friends of theirs, you know, mm. with uh, people with uh, just nine to five jobs. Um, but I'm not going to change with those people. So I just we need, <laughs> you know, we have to find a way to work with that, and I think it works for us. But sometimes you have to, you need to find the right time to, um, uh, or to make the time during the week. So I try to say, okay, this is a Wednesday, which I'm not working. and I'm going to do something with the boys because I'm away on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And we're lucky that we can do that though as well. We see, 
you know, especially when our kids are very young, I think we get to see them more often than a father who's working a nine to five job. I get, I think so. I think that is true. So I, I try to be happy with that <laughs> mm. um, and enjoy it as much as, as much as possible because I, 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 I also see sometimes it's difficult. I mean, you this you have a business which needs attention, which needs energy, which needs to mm. grow, but at the same time, I realize okay, this is the only time I can spend with the boys. Yeah, it's tricky. It's so tricky because, oh, yeah, one is so important for the other as well. You have to have the business so you can provide for your family yes. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so tricky, and I totally relate to that as well. It's going to so be you, a cliche for me, but it's also there. It's, a, it's about balance. Mm. Oh, it's so important. That's such an important theme. You're so right. Um, oh, I was going to... I was going to say something there. Oh, yeah, about um, do you show your wedding images to your to your sons? Do they do they like them? Yeah, they like them. <laughs> <laughs> They're very proud, you know. Sometimes oh, they say, oh, my father is one of the best photographers in the world. They tell oh. their friends. So that's great. That's and then great. I and then and really at, at that point, then I'm going to believe it is true. <laughs> <laughs> if your boys say it is true. If they say it's if they say so it's true <laughs> it yeah. is true though anyway man you're awesome no, i don't want to say that because no it doesn't, <laughs> i can it doesn't say it. i can say it. it's okay 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 if you say <laughs> um so i think you along with uh, you founded best men weddings with i i might let you say his name in case i pronounce it totally right is it jesse van Karmfout or yes very good very good was that yes. okay okay it's, very, it's a bit you know i hear you're british by saying that but <laughs> yes yeah but we have best man weddings which is great i oh that's a funny story as well i got to know jesse at one of the first workshops i followed with uh, jeff askell oh right okay yeah yeah, yeah i know <laughs> so um and um yeah he quickly became a good friend and uh, we got to to shoot some weddings so every year we do two, three, four, five weddings together. Cool. And are they more abroad, are they? Or... Yeah, they're more abroad. So they're more like uh, Spain, Italy, France, mostly Italy, actually, because we both love Italy. I love Italy. Uh, Jesse loves Italy. So we go there and um, I've been in several places in Italy. And I think it's fun to do something like shooting a wedding with a good friend. Uh, cool. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, what was the idea? What was the original oh, yeah. idea for Sorry, that? we've been in the UK once as well, actually. Oh, have you? Oh, cool. Where did you shoot? In Ascot. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And then near Ascot, we uh, so they lived near Ascot. We we had to go to Cane Manor, which is. Uh, oh, you have shot there. Yeah. 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 I have a few years ago. It's a nice place. It was a few years ago as well. It's a nice place where it was. Um, it was in November, but truly the uh, rainy weather so typical british actually but <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i think you're probably better doing more weddings in italy that's probably a bit nicer <laughs> yeah, yeah it's cool that you've got that different arm though different yeah. kind of side yeah. business yeah well. it's not a necessity but it's just for fun and if there's the possibility we go together and mostly abroad like you said actually yeah yeah cool no good stuff good stuff let's change tack again slightly um if you could be someone else for a day, living or dead, who would you be? <laughs> it's a bizarre question. It's a bizarre question, but I think it will be Pete Souza. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah, he inspired me, obviously, a lot with being the photographer of Obama. And I met him, actually, two years ago. Oh, really? Cool. Was that, what was that like? Yeah, he was in the Netherlands for the uh, World Press. Um, he, he gave a speech at the World Press, and I was 
was there just after I won the uh, Silver Camera uh, oh. Awards, and 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 then the uh, chairman of the Silver Camera introduced me to him. Like he's uh, the, our Dutch Pete Sousa. And I was like, oh god, no, 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 don't do good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was it was fun, and I think it was it will be interesting um, to shoot like he did for so long. I mean, he was he was Obama's photographer since 2005, okay. right on 2012. I think it. Yeah, it was his life. Wow, and yeah, just one per- photographing one person for that. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you did a lot when you were covering that one candidate and his assistant for so long as well. Yes, but it was four months and it felt like, okay, this was like huge. But then if you compare it to like what Pete Sousa did, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's crazy what he did. And I think in a, in a, in a consistent and good way he shot, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. That's cool. I wonder how many images he took in total. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he shared um, it somewhere, but I forgot how many it were. Oh, really? I bet it's more than a thousand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a good question. Sometimes people come up to me at weddings and they say, so how many pictures you already taken? Mm. I'm like, well, at least 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're all awful. And then they're like, huh? <laughs> I know. I do that as well. It's funny, isn't it? It's yeah. funny. Um. What is that? What are you afraid of? Snakes. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Have you ever held one? No, no, no. I was five years old and we have a, in the Netherlands, in the south of the Netherlands, there's a zoo with only reptiles. And I had nightmares for three weeks and there <laughs> my, my, well, it's not afraid. It's, I'm, I'm scared to death of snakes and reptiles. Oh. Oh no! Yeah, and they're not. They're not. Have you seen? Um, is there a film called Snakes on a Plane? <laughs> oh no, I don't dare to do that. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Okay. Well, in a more, in a more, in a more specific way, or in a more uh, serious way, talking about what I'm, am I afraid of? Is um, are am I going to get enough clients the next year? Mm. Yeah. yeah. How is my business going to survive in five years? And then I think, okay, what am I thinking of five years? I just need to make sure I'm doing my work in a proper way today. And then I need to go do that tomorrow again and the day after tomorrow. So sometimes I need to, I'm I'm an overthinker, which is sometimes is a problem. Mm. Um, I think so many photographers will relate to that. Same here, you know, worrying or thinking about the future and is my business going to carry on doing okay? Am I, am I going to be able to pay the mortgage? It's exactly. It's hard to live in the here and now and appreciate what's happening now, I think. We've always got our eye on the future and it means we're not sometimes not living at all, really, because we're always yeah. thinking about the future. Yeah. Yeah. And in order to get more grip on that, I, I started to not only do photography workshops and stuff, but also more into the business stuff and the mindset stuff. Right. And I think that really helps. It helps you to, to be more present, to be more in the moment, mm. um, also regarding your business. So that's a good thing. When you've done your mentorships, have, you, have they always been very photography specific or do you also talk about business in general as well? Yeah, I talk about business in general, but with the photographers, they're more photography oriented. Right. Okay. Um, and um, last year I took a totally different approach with going to a business coach, which who has nothing to do with photography or at all, oh, Okay. But, but with business and with goals in your business and with your mindset. Uh, was that good? That Was that work out well? Yeah, I recommend it to everyone. 
I mean, if you if you are new in business and just when you're a photographer for for like the first first four five years, you can get energy from from learning stuff in photography. But at some point, I I came to a point that I needed to learn also about myself. I needed to learn about running a business in a proper way. Mm. So I, I, yeah, when you are at when you are at a certain point, you start yourself uh, asking questions. What am I going to do next year? How I'm going to keep on being a photographer? What is the next step to take? I think that is the point you need. You really need to think about yourself and need to uh, make sure you go and 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 uh, and and broaden and widen that perspective of your business as well. Mm-hmm. Great advice. Great advice. Cool. So I think we've got. I think we've got time just for one last question. This yeah, yeah. So quick. I'm just looking at the clock. Wow, that's gone wow. so quickly. Um. So what? What would be your top tips for people just starting out in the industry? You know, I think a lot of people listen to this podcast from all different kind of ranges of where they are at business, but some are obviously just starting out. So, you know, you've done so well and you've done so many weddings so quickly and won so many awards. Just wondering what, yeah, what would be your top tips for people kind of just beginning or starting out? Um, what helped what helped me won't necessarily help one someone else. So I think that's important to know that everyone has his own path and everyone has his own approach in becoming um, successful or not. Um, and I think the the most important thing for me when I look back was I invested a lot. I invested not in gear or in stuff, but in in in, in knowledge. So I went to a lot of workshops from different photographers, which helped me to quickly learn to see light that was important because when I got to see the light I was able to see the moments happening in the light right. I was able to compose those so I I, it, I took it from there and um, I really invested everything that I earned and my wife and my wife was in the beginning my wife was like okay is it really necessary to go <laughs> to do this but I think on the long term it helped me to grow it my business faster than I was able to grow it when I didn't go and see all these other photographers yeah right, sure yeah. and it's important to 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 take what you can from other photographers but not to copy them you know mm. to make it your own and to help to have uh, to have their techniques help you in developing your own style mm. does that make sense oh yeah definitely yeah and not to get downhearted, though, when you do look at other wedding photographers' work as well and not yeah, comparing it. Yeah, to... exactly. That's a good point. So at some day, uh, I, I looked at a lot of other photographers and I saw a lot of their work. But there has a point to, that you say, OK, I'm going to unfollow this photographer. I'm going to turn this notifications off because it doesn't help me anymore. Mm. It, it, it is more of a um, it's more of an option obstacle now in my way of, of, of seeing new stuff of getting energized of being creative in the things that I do so yeah. at this point I'm I'm going to look less and less to other like uh, photojournalistic documentary style wedding photographers because it doesn't help me anymore right sure because cool, I still love their work I mean <laughs> hey, oh yeah no I understand there's so many great photographers but now it helps me just to slightly look to, to look because I get inspired by photography I want to I want to look at images and I don't not only look into weddings but more in like the press of press uh, uh, photographers 
and they're because P2s are now retired, but there's still great photographers in the US, for instance, but also in the Netherlands, we have some great photographers, and I really, really enjoy looking at their work. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's great to get inspiration from outside the wedding industry as well, like that. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Oh, Leonard, man, thank you so much. Yeah, thank I hope. You. Yeah, it was so quick, man, and I hope I I hope that I could. That I was able to tell something in a in a good way. Oh, you're uh, brilliant! So much great advice and great stories. Honestly, yeah, because I, now I because now I see. Okay, in my head it pops up in Dutch, and I need to translate it into English quickly. And sometimes I couldn't find. Oh, it. Ma- yes, man, you speak you speak English absolutely amazingly. If I could speak another language, even just one percent of how you speak English, I I would be so happy. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, it's an amazing skill, and and just what you spoke about. You speak English better than a lot of English people. You really do. So honestly, <laughs> it's great. Know. It was yeah. so good. And you gave so much great advice and just so so interesting about you and your life as well. Thank you. It was awesome. Yeah, thank you. I mean, because I, I love the podcast. I love what you what you create with This Is Reportage. And I hope that if I can only contribute a little to this and give back in that way, it would be a pleasure for me. Oh, and you really have massively. Thank you. And um, everyone who's Maybe listening, as I say, if you're running now or in the car, do check out thisreportage.com. So I'll put links to Leonard's work and his um, his political work that he won that silver camera prize for as well. And you also wrote a This Is How piece for us a while ago about one of your images. So I'll, I'll link to that as well because that was oh, yeah, a really cool. good read. Um, yeah, and also now hopefully I'll get to meet you in the, in the flesh one day. Yes, yes. We, we, may, we need to make sure that happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. It will happen at some point. It will. Yeah, cool. Looking awesome. forward to it already. Well, I'm awesome, man. Thanks so much again. And yeah, hopefully see you some sometime in the future. Yes. Thank you, man. Bye-bye. See you, Alan. Bye. You've been listening to the 15th episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. Leonard was so great to talk to. Hope you enjoyed listening. Head to thisisreportage.com to see the specific reportage award that Leonard talks about in the podcast, as well as links to his political photography and more of his fab wedding work too. Whilst you're there, you might want to check out our latest awards. The Collection 13 winners were just announced and the standard is just incredible. If you enjoyed the podcast today, you can subscribe to our show on iTunes to be notified when each new weekly episode is ready, bringing you advice, tips and backstories from some of the world's best photographers each week. And if you have a few minutes to give us a review, that will be massively appreciated. Each review increases the chance of these fab people getting heard by more and more listeners. And if you're not yet a member of TIR, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images in your profile, 60 reportage award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts and more. No poses, nothing staged. This is reportage. And this is bye for now. Mm-hmm.